Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry, presents The Cavalcade of America, starring Robert Cummings and Teresa Wright. Tonight's DuPont Cavalcade comes to you from the stage of the City Hall Auditorium in Beaumont, Texas. It was here in Beaumont a half century ago today that a young engineer named Anthony Lucas made a great discovery that launched a new industry. With Robert Cummings starring as Anthony Lucas and Teresa Wright as his wife Caroline, the DuPont Cavalcade brings you the story of Spindletop. During the last quarter of the 19th century, place, a ball in Washington, D.C. Caroline? Caroline? Yes, Louise? Caroline, dear, I want you to meet an old, old friend of mine, Captain... Oh... Uh, Anthony um, Lucas. Yes, Captain Anthony Lucas. How do you do? Oh, quite well. Thank you. Well, it's a, it's a very nice party, isn't it? Lovely. Uh, may I have the next dance, uh, Miss Caroline? Oh, well, all right, I suppose. Did you uh, have a pleasant trip up from Macon, Miss Caroline? From Macon? How did you know I came from Macon? Oh, I know many things. I declare you must be a spy. Mm, I am. I spied the prettiest girl at the ball, and now I'm dancing with her. And you know something? We danced rather well together. Wouldn't you say so? porch for some air, too. I've been looking for you. Oh. Where's Captain, you know? Mm. You mean your very old friend, Captain Lucas? Has he gone? Only to fetch me some punch. Louise, dear. Yes, Caroline? How long have you known your very old friend, Captain Lucas? Oh, well, years and years, I think. Louise Campbell. Well, he says I've known him a long time. You've never seen him before tonight, now have you? Now, don't scold me, cousin. Captain Lucas came over to me, and he said he was an old friend. He even kissed me on the forehead. And you know yourself that only old friends kiss you on the, the forehead. 
don't they? And right then he asked you to introduce him to me. Hush, cousin, here he is again. Oh, ladies, uh, Miss Caroline, your glass of punch, and Miss Louise, my dearest and oldest friend. Are you sure? Yes, well, of course I'm sure. Well, I'm not so sure. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. My, my, Louise has changed so much, hasn't she? She's grown into a beautiful woman. What was she like when you knew her? Years and years ago. Years and years ago. Oh, well, she was skinny. Freckles, pigtails, you know. She was fat. She never had a freckle and she had bangs. What do you say to that? Caught. Yes. Hoist on my own petard. Whatever that means. You're a fraud. Oh, I plead guilty and throw myself on the mercy of the court. In fact, a confession is in order. A full confession. Uh, suppose we uh, walk in the garden, Miss Caroline. I always confess much better in the moonlight. Shall we? Well... Fine. My arm, Miss Caroline. So, there you have it, Miss Caroline, the story of my life. Present occupation engineer, residence wherever my job takes me, and uh, habits... Habits deceiving young ladies. Oh, Miss Caroline, not a habit, believe me. Then why... Especially this young lady. Oh, obvious. To, to meet her, speak with her, dance with her, and in time, to marry her. To, to what? Miss Caroline, will you marry me? Uh, no. Why, well, I, I think you are... I, no. I'll say it again. No, no, no. take this man, Anthony, to be your lawful and married husband, and promise in the presence of God and these witnesses that you will be a loving, faithful, and obedient wife until you shall be separated by death? Yes, I do. Pack up your duds. Your husband's on the move again, and this time you're going along. Oh, no, Anthony. Where this time? Texas. Texas? A new job? Not a job. I'm through working for somebody else. I'm on my own from now on. But what are you going to do? Anthony, ever since we've been married, you've been traipsing off on one job after another. All over the country. When Tony was born, I thought you'd settle down. But, darling, I tell you, I tripped over something in Louisiana. Something as big as the moon and just as shiny. An idea. You want to hear it? Of course I do. Well, on my last trip, when I was putting down salt wells for Joe Jefferson, remember in Louisiana, I found something very, very strange. An underground mountain range of salt. Huge deposits. Great peaks bulging up almost to the surface in spots. Salt domes, they're called. Oh, we're going into the salt business? Oh, no, 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 David. Now, listen. Whenever I found a salt dome, I found traces of oil. Everywhere I put down a well, I discovered the same thing. Salt and oil. And it followed a pattern. A line that pointed west, pointed like an arrow, right to Texas. Yes, so? So that's where we're going, to Texas, to find oil. Caroline. Oh, it looks like a wonderful house, dear. Prettiest little place in Boma. Come 
to see the inside. Come on, Tony. I'll help you down. <clears throat> there. Say, what's wrong, son? You've, you've been so quiet. Don't you like Texas? No, Indians. <laughs> well, we'll dig up some for you tomorrow. Come along. Well, this is it. Our new home. Don't you like it? Why, why yes, it's nice, but... But, darling, it's empty. Where's the furniture? The furniture? Well, uh, that'll come. You see, I'll, I'll need the cash I have for, uh, for the supplies of the digging. And, well, well anyway, I, I wanted you to pick it out for yourself, dear. No, that's all right, darling. It's good to be here. It's good to be here with you. Caroline. Yes? You know it's a gamble, don't you? Yes. This whole thing, this, this idea of mine that you can find oil by finding salt domes. There's no proof. But you see, this country is going to need oil. And there's only one thing that's going to find it. Science. The old days of drill and pray are over. It's going to be geology now that finds oil and engineering that brings it up. Well, darling, that sounds sensible. Where do you begin? Well, for one thing, tomorrow I'm going to see a chap by the name of Pepper Frazier. They tell me this old-timer knows all about property around here. And there's one particular bit I want to investigate. And if I get it, I start drilling. Are you with me? With you, darling, 100%. Well, uh, hello. Howdy. I'm, um, I'm looking for uh, Pepper Frazier. That would be me. Oh, how do you do? My, my name is Lucas, uh, Captain Anthony Lucas. Glad to know you. Sit down. Have a stogie? <laughs> Thank you. What's on your mind, son? Well, I, I've come to you for advice, sir. Uh, heard you know something about property hereabouts. Oh, too. Been here long enough. What property are you talking about, son? I'd like to drill on a mound that folks around here call Spindletop. Spindletop? Oh, no. No, don't you do it. But why, sir? Well, I'll tell you why. Years ago, some, some other folks got the idea that there was oil out there. Ever since they had in the world, they, they sank in that hole. Well, sir, at first they, they couldn't get enough water. Then the floods come on and they had too much water. Then a windstorm blew down the derrick. Then they, they hit quicksand. That's trouble I'm talking about, mister. Yes, I can see that. You think that's all? Well, at the 60-foot the level, they, they hit a gas pocket. And gas was all over the place. A wild Irishman of a roustabout decided to light a match to pick the Irishman up over in the next county. And as for the rigging, for all I know, it's still sailing. Now, do you still want to buy it, Mr. Lucas? What do you think the owners will take? <laughs> Whatever they can get, I reckon. I'll give them a 10% interest in the lease. You won't take my warning, will you? Lucas, it'll break you. It'll smash you into little pieces. Well, man, that, that thing ain't just a mound. It, it's a nasty, hungry devil. You're walking right into a trap, Captain. That you, Anthony? Yes, ma'am, it's your hungry husband. Patsy and I did a hard day's work, and I'm famished, Jim. Well, I hope you're not working that poor man too hard. Oh, Patsy, no, don't worry. Tony asleep? 
Yes, I kept him up as long as I could. I'll get your supper. You go in and wash. All right, then. Honestly, it seems to me that you might leave just a little dirt at the well. You don't have to bring it all home with you at night. Honey, this is extra special dirt. Come here. Smell it. I don't have to get closer. I can smell it from here. Phew. You know what it is? Oil sand. Anthony. That's right. We hit it today at the 575-foot level. You found oil. Well, just a trace, dear, but it shows we're on the right track. We've got to keep... Who's that one? Come in. Oh, Captain. What is it, Patsy? Something wrong with the well? Oh, she's caved in. What do you mean? Oh, right after you left. We were pulling up the bit, and the whole side's caved in, like as if it made a custard pie. We got no more well. We... We got nothing now. Oh, no. Quicksand. Yeah, I reckon. Quicksand. You'll go on back, Patsy. I'll, I'll see you in the morning. All right, Captain. I'm, I'm sorry for you, Captain Lucas. Real sorry I am. All right, Patsy. Folks is always saying that the devil was in that mound. Sure enough, he is. Laughing fit to kill, I bet. Well, Mr. Lucas, that spindle top's a jinx. Cavalcade of America, sponsored by the DuPont Company and starring Robert Cummings and Teresa Wright from the stage of the City Hall Auditorium in Beaumont, Texas. In our audience tonight are many men and women of DuPont's Sabine River plant at Orange, Texas, who are playing host to their friends and neighbors, some of whom are associated with America's oil industry, in whose honor we've selected tonight's Cavalcade story, Spindletop. It's 1901. Against the advice of others, an engineer named Anthony Lucas has been drilling for oil in a salt dome named Spindletop. Now, it looks like the jinx of Spindletop is going to break Lucas, too. What do we do now? Our savings are just about gone, Anthony. Yes, I know, dear. But I'm not giving up. Because I know my theory is right. I'll get help. I'll get back in don't worry. I'm not worried, dear, but what will you do? Do you know anyone who will help you? Yes, I think I do. There's a man in town, a Dr. Hayes. He's head of the United States Geological Survey. And I'm going to take him out to Spindletop, get him to back up my findings. And if he agrees with me, I'll get the help I need. Will he do it, Anthony? Oh, why shouldn't he do it? I'll, I'll show him my logbooks, my samplings. He's a scientist. He's got to see the truth. And now, if you'll just uh, come over to the work shack here, Dr. Hayes, I'll show you some of the samplings I've taken. Uh, Captain Just... Lucas, I admit you have a fine reputation as an engineer. But look here now, there's nothing to prove that this particular hump here means that there's a salt dome below us. I have... Uh, oh, my, my, it is hot out here, isn't it? Uh, doctor, look, please, what, what else could account for this dome? Really oh, a thousand th things. You might say the folding of subterranean rock structure. Yes, but... but... Uh, an anticline, perhaps. Yes, but, Doctor, uh, you don't... Uh, Captain Lucas, please, let me go on. Now, even if there were a salt dome below surface, that's still no proof of oil. Yes, but all the wells I put out in Louisiana show it. 
Wherever there's a salt dome, there's evidence of oil. Captain Lucas, facts are facts. Why, I'm not far away from here, at, at Galveston. They put down a well to over 3,000 feet. And no trace of oil. <laughs> no, uh, no, Captain Lucas, I'm afraid I can't agree with but you. But I tell you I'm right, sir. And I tell you you're wrong, sir. Why, even Guffy and Gailey wouldn't back a wildcat scheme like this. Now, sir, I appreciate you taking me back to my hotel. Spelled it out in simple sentences. My logbooks, my samplings, everything. That means that you won't be able to get the help you need? Not around here. Right now, I haven't got the credit rating of a homeless prairie dog. But Hayes gave me an idea. It's my last chance. What is it, dear? Well, up in Pittsburgh, there's a firm called Guffey and Gailey. They're wildcatters, specializing in opening up new oil fields. They're supposed to like only tough propositions. <laughs> well, okay... I'll bring them a beauty. Well, everybody who knows anything about oil says my idea is just hogwash, Mr. Guffey. They do, huh? Is that a fact? Well, everybody I know has turned me down cold. Well, now, Captain Lucas, that's real interesting. You know, one man I spoke to said he'd sooner bet on a mule having pups than to put a penny in the spindle top. By golly, that sells me. I'll back you. Really? How far? Until a mule has pups if need be. But understand, Lucas, if we take the risks, we take our share of the profit. Oh, sure, sure. I understand, sir. So I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get a wire off to Corsicana. You know the Hamel Boys out there? Oh, yes, the Hamel Boys. Yes, I've heard of them. Best drillers in the business. I'll have them hold the biggest drill they've got to Spindletop and bring a prize crew along with it. Oh, wait a minute. You need supplies. Well, drillers can't eat pipes, sir. <laughs> I'll write your blank check. How's that? That's wonderful. <laughs> yep. And if Spindletop comes in, that'll be even more wonderful. Morning, Hamill. Morning, Captain Lucas. Say, I don't like the sound of that drill. I don't like it myself. It's growing like a year-old bronc. Have you been able to log anything? Well, not much. Every time we have to stop the pump to put in another length of pipe, gas pressure from below clogs up the hole, we lose whatever we drilled. The past two days, we show minus 40 feet. Well, stop drilling. What? Stop the drill. It's no use going on this way. Either we find a way to control that gas pressure or we give up. I don't like giving up. I don't like it either, Al. But we might have to do it. Would you like a bun with your tea, Anthony? Hmm? Oh, yes, thanks, dear. Might be nice. Look, Daddy, Mommy bought this kettle today. It whistles. Listen. <laughs> Just shows you. You spend a lot of good money on toys, and they pay no attention to them. Buy a little tea kettle that whistles, and they stand for hours watching. Daddy, come here. What is it, son? 
Look, when you put your finger on the hole, it stops like this. Well, sure, it stops the steam coming out when you do that. Take your finger off, it starts again. Say, wait a minute. A valve. A check valve. Caroline. What, dear? Uh, Caroline, never mind my dinner. and Don't wait up for me. I'm going out to the well. I've got an idea. Lucas, that's the darndest looking contraption. Well, I certainly hope it'll work. Does look funny, though. Made it out of an old pine box and some rubber sheeting. That's clever, sure enough. The idea of using a check valve, uh, that's maybe okay. But that there thing will never hold. Well, why not? The pressure coming up will close the valve shut like this. Uh, And it'll keep the bore clear of sand and gas. Ah, maybe. But I doubt it. Well, fix it in between the couplings. We'll try it out. Find out now. Start pumping. Start pumping. Okay, let's roll. Hear that motor? Gas pressure. The valve will hold. Maybe. Okay, all set. Now, throw in. Let it drill. Ah, that's sweet. She's drilling sweet. That check valve works. By golly, like I said it would, it works. Yes, that's right, Hamill. Just like you said. Now we're all set. Now we can really put out a well. All right, you stick with it. I'm going home. It's nice out here, isn't it? Uh-huh. I enjoy taking these walks with you. Mm. Lost your tongue? Just thinking. About what? About Cousin Louise. <laughs> what about Cousin Louise? I was just thinking. Aren't I lucky that she had such a wonderful, wonderful old friend? Captain Lucas! Captain Lucas! Emma, what's the matter? She's blown. Everything's wrecked out there. Rig, pipe, all gone. That jinx has really done us this time. What are you talking about? An hour ago it was, Captain. From nowhere, it seems. We were just fitting in the new fishtail bit. And we hear a rumble, then a roar. Next thing we know, mud is spitting out of the hole like nothing no one ever seen before. It roars up and covers everything, smashes down the rigging. Come on, quick. Let's get out there. There you are, Captain, you see? A wreck. A total wreck. Oh, Anthony. What about the crew? Anyone hurt? Oh, a miracle. No one hurt. Mud. Nothing but mud. Yes, and six inches deep. But why did it happen? How could it happen? Pressure. Gas pressure. Listen! She's going to blow again. Carolyn, quick, lie flat. Get down! She's coming, duck! Spindle top is in! 
hilltop. This pioneer well that tapped the tremendous petroleum resources of the Texas Gulf region has since produced over 150 million barrels of crude oil. Oil for America's machines, automobiles, and homes. And today, with modern oil scientists constantly locating new underground reserves, with nearly 30 billion barrels ready to be tapped for 1,001 uses, the men of oil continue to find it faster than we can use it. In this 50th year of Spindletop's anniversary being celebrated here in Beaumont, Texas, we may well be proud of our oil industry, an industry that grew because it was free to grow. Drillers in the fields, pipeline engineers, scientists, tanker men at sea, gas station attendants, and refiners. The men of oil who tonight turn their thoughts back with us to the dawn of the 20th century and to a man working with a crude rattle-trap drill atop a salt dome in the hot Texas sun. A pioneer of American oil, Anthony Lucas. The man who brought in Spindletop. Thanks to Robert Cummings and Teresa Wright and the Cavalcade players for tonight's story of Spindletop. Next week, the DuPont Cavalcade of America will bring you a heartwarming story about a great Southern hero, Andrew Jackson. Whether you live in the North or the South, you'll enjoy hearing it. Our star, John Hodiak. Be sure to listen. The players with Robert Cummings and Teresa Wright were Roy Fant, Eddie Astrich, Judy Parrish, Les Damon, Dan Ocko, and Chester Stratton. Robert Cummings can currently be seen in the 20th Century Fox production, For Heaven's Sake, and Teresa Wright in the Stanley Kramer production, The Men. Music for tonight's program was composed by Orton Cornwell and conducted by Donald Bryan. Fred Lemieux speaking. The program is directed by John Zala. Don't forget next week, John Hodiak. The DuPont Cavalcade of America came to you tonight from the City Hall Auditorium in Beaumont, Texas, and is sponsored by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.